This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services. Welcome to OBS Talk Show Presence. This week, we will examine two districts that will have a special election. There are seven candidates who are running for a seat in the Alabama State House of Representatives District 55. This is a special election called by Governor Kay Ivey as a result of the 2022 winner, Fred Plump, resigning due to allegations of federal charges including fraud, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. All candidates are Democrats with no Republicans running for the seat. One Democrat and six Republicans qualified for the Alabama House District 16 special election, vying to fill the seat formerly held by Representative Kyle South, R. Fayette. The election will take place on Tuesday, September 26. Independent candidates have until September 26, the day of the primary election, to qualify. A runoff election, if necessary, is scheduled for October 24. Candidates that are selected as their respective party's nominee will then face off in the general election on January 9, 2024. Kenneth Coachman. Age, 67. Residence, Fairfield. Occupation, Chief of Staff, Miles College. Education, B.S., Business, Miles College, 1980. Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign, Fairfield Mayor, 2008-2016, Fairfield City Council District 5, 2004-2008, 1980-1984. Fundraising, as of September 8, Coachman raised $3,682 and spent $7,954. Coachman financed $6,439. Coachman said he is running for House District 55 because it is in need of integrity, leadership, and experience. He said he has the most political experience in this race as a former mayor and city councilman and feels that he is the person best suited for the job. Coachman sees economic development, public safety, and education as his campaign priorities. He said that the district is ripe with professional development. He said that if elected, he would work with the state development officials to bring economic opportunities to the district. Like other candidates, Coachman cited a need to improve public safety and said he would work with law enforcement and fire officials to provide them more resources so they can safely do their jobs. Coachman said the state needs to provide more resources to struggling schools and not take them away. He said the voucher program is fine, but you've got to have a plan for public schools that will continue to have problems if resources aren't given to the students left behind. Travis Hendricks. Age, 40. Residence, Birmingham. Occupation, Sergeant, Birmingham Police Department. Education, B.S., Criminal Justice, Oakland City University. 2017, MSM, Masters in Strategic Management, Oakland City University, 2019. Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign, Democratic candidate, Alabama House of Representatives District 55, 2022, 
Fundraising, Hendricks raised $20,667 as of September 8 and spent $15,572. Four PACs have given to his campaign, totaling $9,000. Alabama Works PAC, which also provided $4,253 in in-kind contributions, made the largest donation of $3,000. Hendricks said he is running for House District 55 because he wants to improve the quality of life for people in the district. He said that's what led him to law enforcement. Now I want to dedicate myself in frontline creating policies that directly affect the district, he said. He said that while his top priorities are public safety, economic development, and education, he would also like to completely get rid of the grocery tax. Alabama decreased the sales tax on groceries from 4% to 3% in September after lawmakers passed a bill earlier this year. He said he would focus on repealing the entire grocery tax to put more funds in people's pockets. With a career in law enforcement, Hendricks hopes to leverage his experience to advocate for more resources, as well as build relationships with community leaders to establish preventative programs for young people so they can continue to be successful. Aside from legislation to make people at least feel safe, he would advocate for more resources in schools so that teachers and students can continue to be successful. He said that he grew up in a single-parent household and didn't know his dad. His mom dealt with substance use at one point. He answered a call for a 14-year-old boy being shot eight times, and the kid lived with his aunt, who cared for several other children. He said that reminded him of himself growing up. All I'm trying to do is just be a mentor and be a leader for our youth, he said, and also bring back some programs and resources that can be preventative, that we can continue to educate our kids on the importance of gun safety and also valuing their lives, because right now, we've got a lot of kids that really don't value their lives. Cara McClure Age, 54 Residence, Birmingham Occupation Founder and Executive Director of Faith and Works, a civic engagement and social justice organization. Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign, Democratic nominee for Public Service Commission Place 1, 2018. Fundraising, McClure raised $9,995 and has spent $15,411 as of September 15. McClure also lent her campaign $10,000. As a former Black Voters Matter state coordinator and field organizer for Bernie Sanders' 2016 presidential bid, said that she has always done the work of serving. I'm not running to be an elected official. I'm running to be a public servant with the platform, she said. McClure said that education and public safety are priorities for her campaign, but she said people she has spoken with during the campaign have cited the need for healthy food in the district. She said the area needs robust transportation across the entire district to get people to grocery stores and their jobs. We need to make sure folks are able to get to work in the middle of the night. Some folks work the night shift, she said. If the district can't get a big box grocery store, like Publix, to come to the community, she asked, why don't we come up with a program where we can find entrepreneurs in the community? She also wants to address public safety by having a greater dialogue about the issue. She said that public safety is often only discussed on a surface level when it comes to violence and crime. 
She said that she has the brain bandwidth to talk about these issues on a deeper level by addressing crime from the root by addressing poverty. Instead of talking about more policing and surveillance, she said there needs to be more discussions about education, especially putting trade career training in schools and creating a pipeline school to career pipeline. If I was our state representative, I could shed an even greater light and a greater platform on those issues that we sometimes forget about when folks are in office, like the food deserts, McClure said. Sylvia Swain. Age, 26. Residence, Birmingham. Occupation, Quality Assurance Manager, Shipped. Education, BA, English, University of Alabama, 2019. Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign, elected member of the Jefferson County Democratic Executive Committee, 2023-present. Fundraising, Swain raised $21,283 and spent $4,237 as of September 8. Swain feels that young people often shrug our shoulders when anything bad happens in Alabama and contend with that being normal. I think that Alabama is so much more than what we're seeing in the capital. And the only way to make that change, to show the state and the country who Alabama is, is for more young people and people of all sorts of backgrounds to run and try to change the conversation, Swain said. Swain said that she can offer a bold and unique perspective as the only candidate in her 20s. Swain, if elected, would be the first transgender representative elected to the Alabama House. She doesn't see this as a win for her or even the greater LGBTQ community. But for all Alabamians who can see the value of having a trans legislator having a seat at the table. She said that public safety is her campaign's top priority and said addressing crime is a big deal for the district. Swain said she would like to rethink our processes by investing in education, economic activity, and health care. She said that they need to see the unhoused population and those with substance abuse disorder as a public health crisis and they need to work tirelessly to pursue a restorative justice model that treats every community member like a human being while weighing the public's right to live and thrive in a safe environment. Swain said she would make workforce development and Medicaid expansion a priority, and that the state is not providing enough workforce development in trade fields. People also don't have adequate transportation to get to work or proper health care, which impacts their ability to work. Every Alabamian deserves equal access to quality health care, she said. Alabama is leaving money on the table by refusing to expand Medicaid, and I'll do everything I can as representative of District 55 to encourage the governor and my fellow legislators to make the common-sense decision to expand Medicaid. We will return to highlight more candidates in just a moment. Welcome back to OBS Talk Show Presence. This week, we will examine two districts that will have a special election. We will continue with the District 55 candidates. Antoine Womack. Age, 35. Residence, Birmingham. Occupation, Warehouse Manager at Safelight Autoglass. Education, Associate's Degree in Business Management, Columbia Southern University expected in fall 2023. 
Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign, chair of the abolished LGBTQ caucus in the state Democratic Executive Committee, elected vice president of the Ensley Highlands Neighborhood Association, 2022, candidate for Birmingham City Schools, District 8, 2017, candidate for Birmingham City Schools, District 8, 2013, candidate for Birmingham City School Board, District 8, 2009, and candidate for Mayor of Tarrant, 2008. Fundraising, Womack has raised $3,202 as of September 15 and spent $1,704. Womack said that he decided to run for House District 55 because the district needs someone who is already immersed in the community, as well as someone who has a working relationship with public officials. He said that he already has those working relationships with state, county, and local leaders, and he also has the ability to connect with individuals who typically don't understand the political process. He wants to ensure that they're not left out of this process by bringing their ideas and their voices to the table. Womack lists public safety, education, and economic development as his top priorities. He is opposed to the open carry law that went into effect earlier this year and feels that only made Alabama more unsafe and would like to repeal that because now individuals can just walk around with their firearms, and law enforcement can't do anything about it, he said. And a lot of the crimes that are beginning to happen are associated with gun violence. Womack said taxpayer money should remain in public education and that the state needs to find innovative ways to strengthen public schools. Teachers also need to be adequately paid, he said, and should be given opportunities to further their education, which he said would benefit the classroom. There are plenty of economic opportunity zones, he said, in places like Fairfield. Areas in House District 55 can benefit from more businesses as well as giving opportunities to current businesses to expand. If I can help strengthen local, small business, which I know will remain there, he said, then why not pass that along so we can continue to build our tax base? Phyllis Odin-Jones Party, Democrat Residence, Fairfield Political experience, Fairfield City Council member. Professional experience, Birmingham Police Department for 30 years as officer, supervisor of patrol, supervisor of detectives. Civic experience, Fair Oaks community member, police athletic team, girls coordinator and coach, school resource officer, instructor of drug awareness resistance education, coach for Birmingham Youth Games program, reading program at elementary schools various ministries, including wedding, ministry leader, choir, praise team and Sunday school teacher at Antioch Baptist Church. Education, Fisk University, Nashville, bachelor's degree in criminal justice from University of Alabama at Birmingham. Fundraising, Odin Jones had raised $1,900 and spent $3,890 as of September 8. The campaign financed $5,500. V.S. Marble. Party, Democratic. Residence, Fairfield. Occupation, Councilman, City of Fairfield, 2008 present, President and CEO, Delmar Productions, 2000 present, Confidential Senior Judicial Advisor, State of Alabama Unified Judicial System, 1990 present. Education, Birmingham School of Law, Law Degree, 1997, Alabama State University. Bachelors in Psychology, Sociology, and Music. 
Fundraising, Marble raised $3,995 and spent $5,778 as of September 15, ending with a negative balance of $1,783. Attempts to set up an interview with VES Marble and multiple attempts to reach Phyllis E. Odin-Jones were unsuccessful. Birmingham Watch contributed to this report. When we return to OBS Talk Show Presence, we will examine the candidates running for Alabama House of Representatives District 16. Welcome back to OBS Talk Show Presence. This week, we will examine two districts that will have a special election. We will now highlight the District 16 candidates. One Democrat and six Republicans have qualified for the Alabama House District 16 special election, vying to fill the seat formerly held by Representative Kyle South, a Republican from Fayette. Brad Cox. Age, 33. Residence, Fayette. Occupation, banker at Alabama One Credit Union. Before, Cox was a high school teacher. Education, B.S., Agricultural Education, Auburn University, 2012, M.A., Agricultural Education, Auburn University, 2013. Party, Republican. Previous political experience slash campaign, Fayette County Commissioner, District 1, 2021 present. Fundraising. Cox has raised $47,544 and spent $38,185 as of September 15. Cox is the candidate with the most contributions from PACs, totaling $33,000 from 13 PACs. His largest contributors are Alabama Voice of Teachers for Education, a vote, a PAC affiliated with the Alabama Education Association, and the Alabama Credit Union Legislative Action Council. Each donated $5,000. Cox said that it's time for young, conservative Republicans to step up to the plate and throw their hat in the ring. He said that he's passionate about public service, and he feels that his set of personal and professional experience will complement the position. Citing his prior experience as a high school teacher, Cox said he wants to expand tech training for young Alabamians. By training young folks for high paying tech jobs, he hopes to keep young talent in his district and in Fayette County, which reported population losses in the 2010 and 2020 censuses. As I've knocked on doors and met with stakeholders in the communities, it's a lot of gray hair, and in a lot of ways, that's good, but I think we've got to expand and grow our industry and job opportunities for people in this district, Cox said. He also said that infrastructure has been at the forefront as a county commissioner, which he said feeds into another priority for his campaign, business development. A lot of the time, rural Alabama kind of gets left out of the equation with funding and infrastructure projects. In my eyes, if we want to recruit business and industry to this area, we've got to have infrastructure, he said. Greg Fainan. Age, 54. Residence, Barry. Occupation, Retired Munitions and Ordnance Specialist with the U.S. Army and U.S. Air Force. Education, B.S., Public Administration, Samford University, 1994, 
Associate's Degree in Munitions and Ordnance from the Community College of the Air Force, 1998. Party, Republican. Previous political experience slash campaign, first-time candidate for political office. Fundraising, Fainan has raised $27,371, with $23,000 coming from Fainan. As of September 8, he spent $24,938. As a retired veteran, Fainan said he has the capacity to put his focus entirely on serving the district. He wants to see an industrial park, an area meant to attract investment and create employment, and for continued infrastructure projects on U.S. Highway 43 and State Route 13, two of the major roads running through Fayette. We've got to have folks. We've got to have those roads widened. We got to or it's going to be unsafe, he said. Besides infrastructure, Fainan sees workforce development as his district's greatest need. He said there is a coal mine coming to Fayette County that has the potential to bring in a significant amount of jobs, and building infrastructure will support workforce development. We've got the jobs opening up every day, he said. We need infrastructure because our little towns and our communities are going to be booming. He said that to get these things done, the district needs someone who can dedicate their full time to working in Montgomery, which he said he is able to do. He said that other candidates have at least one job, and asked, when do you have time to do anything? Floyd Rogers Jr. Age, 40. Residence, Fayette. Occupations, Coordinator, Alabama Communities of Excellence for the City of Fayette, a program from the Alabama League of Municipalities, an association of cities and towns, minister, business owner. Education, Technical Certificate in Quality Assurance Supervision from Southwest Tennessee Community College, 2010, Church Leadership Certificate in Biblical Ministry from the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary, 2021. Party, Republican, Previous Political Experience Slash Campaigns, Candidate, Fayette City Council Ward 2, 2020. Fundraising, As of September 15, Rogers had not submitted campaign finance reports. Rogers said that he often feels like the elephant in the room. People often tell him they don't see many black Republicans, and among his peers, he's often the only conservative in the room. But he sees that as an opportunity to connect with everyone, on every level. He said from conversations he's had with voters, people are tired of the division in the community and are fed up with the political propaganda in the mainstream media. I'm very good at building relationships and I'm very good at pulling the great minds of our community together to solve problems that we face, he said. Rogers said that he started reading scriptures and studying the Bible during the time he served in prison on distribution and possession of illegal substance charges. That's why he makes it a point to travel to the Tuscaloosa County Juvenile Detention Center and the Fayette County Jail to read scriptures. I've been there before. I've been to the place where I was homeless, you know, so I was homeless and helpless and hopeless. You know, so I know how it feels not to have hope, Rogers said. Faith and family is one of his campaign's priorities, and he said that children have been exposed to way too much right now. Our youth are getting exposed to things that they shouldn't be exposed to, dealing with gender and they shouldn't have to be exposed to things like that, he said. Many students, school staff, and LGBTQ rights advocates who opposed these curriculum restrictions say they could lead to incomplete lessons, 
to some students being afraid to talk about themselves or their families in class, and to an increase in mental health disparities for LGBTQ youth, according to Chalkbeat. I was exposed to some things at a young age, and I know how important that is to make sure they're exposed to the right things. And also, I know how critical it is when you're exposed to the wrong things, he said. Brian Briniark. Residence, native of Tuscaloosa, occupation, lawyer with Briniark and Frederick, PC, in Northport, which focuses on divorce law, municipal court judge for the cities of Tuscaloosa, Brent, and Centerville, and for the town of Woodstock. Education, bachelor's from the University of Alabama, 1990, Alabama School of Law, 1993. Party, Republican. Fundraising, as of September 8, Briny Ark raised $36,950 and spent $16,257. Briny Ark has accepted $14,000 from six PACs, with EdPAC as the largest donor at $5,000. Mike Simpson. Residence, native of Hueytown. Occupation, pastor of Smithville Baptist Church, has a law practice in Hueytown, former Bessemer police officer, worked with the Alabama Board of Pardon and Paroles while attending law school. Party, Republican. Fundraising, Simpson has raised $7,500 and spent $5,638 as of September 8. One PAC, BizPAC, donated $1,000 to his campaign. Those are the seven Republican candidates. When we return to OBS Talk Show Presence, we will examine the lone Democratic candidate running for Alabama House of Representatives District 16. Welcome back to OBS Talk Show Presence. This week, we will examine two districts that will have a special election. We will now highlight the District 16 candidates. One Democrat and six Republicans have qualified for the Alabama House District 16 special election, vying to fill the seat formerly held by Representative Kyle South, a Republican from Fayette. We will now highlight the lone Democratic candidate for Alabama House District 16. John Underwood. Age, 60. Residence, Fayette. Occupation, part-time police officer at Beville State Community College, former law enforcement since 1995. Education, associate degree in general education, Brewer State Junior College, now Beville State Community College, 1982. Party, Democratic. Previous political experience slash campaign. Fayette County Commissioner for District 6, 2000-present. Fundraising, as of August 31, Underwood's campaign raised $1,995, of which he donated $1,034.68 for the qualifying fee, and spent $300, not including the qualifying fee. Underwood, the only Democrat running for the seat, said that communication will be key for success in the district. He said South, the former district representative, did a great job in communicating with both Republicans and Democrats. He hopes to continue that work. Serving as a county commissioner for the last 23 years, 
he said he's got the experience to work with both sides of the aisle. Between my jobs with law enforcement and the county commission, I think I can do that job. In fact, I know how to do that job, he said. Underwood said that economic development and creating stable jobs are his main priorities, and he wants to keep residents and revenue in the district. Underwood said local leaders must establish incentives for people to stay in the district, including adequate housing. If you can't find a place to stay, I mean, you're still gonna have to move, he said. So you've got to have stable housing. You've got to be able to afford where you're living, he said. Underwood sees jobs and housing as his campaign priority, but he also believes district residents deserve more access to affordable broadband. If you don't have a stable job, it's going to be kind of hard to keep getting any kind of broadband or anything else, he said. Attempts to set up an interview with Brian Briniark and multiple attempts to reach Mike Simpson were unsuccessful. Greg Lowry, who was previously a candidate, was disqualified because the state party's bylaws prohibit a candidate from running on a Republican ticket within six years of seeking office with another party. Lowry in 2018 ran for Fayette County probate judge as a Democrat. Birmingham Watch contributed to this report. Thank you for tuning in to OBS Talk Show Presence. Stay with OBS News for continuing coverage of races in the Alabama State House of Representatives District 55 and 16. We will have election returns and commentary on Election Day, Tuesday, September 26. If you live in those districts, please exercise your right and go to the poll. Remember, the most that is happening in your communities occurs on the local level. Don't sit at home. Go vote. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of OBS Talk Show Presents. Until then, have a great weekend. The views expressed on this program are those of the guests and not necessarily the views of management and staff of OBS Radio, OBS International, and Greater Works Business Services. Guests who appear on this podcast are not required to pay a fee and is made possible by RadioGuestList.com. For more information, please visit our website at www.obsintl.cf. Follow OBS on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash broadcast section. If you want to contribute financially to help us continue broadcasting, please go to paypal.me.obsintl. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This is a presentation of OBS News, which is responsible for the guests and comments. This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services.